This week on Wishful Booking, Seth Rollins wins the Men's Royal Rumble. Becky Lynch wins the Women's Royal Rumble. Which champions will they choose to face at Mania? <laughs> no idea. Yeah, none whatsoever. I mean, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't have any way of knowing based on how Raw kicked off. I mean, assuming it's the first episode you watched in like a year. Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. His name is Jimmy Moorcraft. What's going on, dude? Hello. Oh, um, according to my iPad, a whole lot. Oh, well, your iPad knows what's up. Because I have a lot of numbers and times and, and, and statistics, and my brain is a little overwhelmed here. I'm excited for Mania yeah. season. Um, it's been an overwhelming week in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, so, I mean, I already know how you're going to feel, so let's just, uh, let's hear it, how, how you felt when she tapped. Well, I mean, let's hear it. You already know how I feel. It's fucking sucked, man, especially with having her tap. Like, I, I you know, you, I understand if you're more upset about the move she did, but, like, you have to see that, like... You know, oh, I'm not upset about anything. I wanted Oscar to win. I just think it's funny that all the Becky fans are just saying that she tapped when I noticed that she's tapping to a move that Oscar doesn't do more often. That's that's what struck to me. I did not think she was going to tap right. at that moment. I was pretty shocked. Right? Yeah, I was. I was totally shocked. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, I, I really, I, I don't know why you would have her tap, especially. I mean, like I said, I really didn't think she should lose that match. But I don't know. All things considered, I, I think it, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know. To me, to me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that she, you know, tapped out. To, honestly, it makes Oscar look like the strongest woman around. No question. Yeah. So I kept saying for literally even before TLC, I fantasy booked all of this. And I said that Becky Lynch should pass out. It would make her look strong. I said it yeah. ad nauseum. And I still think that's what should have happened. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. know if that would have quelled anything for you because she would have still lost. And it seems like that's the bigger issue for you. Well, which I understand. Yeah. I don't feel that way. But I wouldn't have had her tap. Yeah, would have had her pass out. if she passes out, that obviously, you know, softens the blow a lot because tapping out is, you know, she she's going to go on and enter herself in the rumble and win it on one leg. It just doesn't, that doesn't really jive with somebody who tapped out earlier in the night, you know? Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. you know, because you, her passing out would have definitely been better for sure. It would have. Um with her losing, I, I, I just think we both have different stances on it, and we're both not going to falter. I understand the stance that you and many people have. I've also read a lot online of people having my stance about it. Um, people are not considering Asuka here as like another viable champion of an entire other brand. I don't agree with risking her for Becky Lynch only, who, uh, which is a big conversation I, I don't think we can have because we have a lot to cover. But I still think... The Becky Lynch phenomenon. I, I I like her a lot. I think that she's owned everything. She's her promos are great. Mm. She's had great matches. Um, I think that she would not be in the spot if she wasn't punched in in the face and her face is broken. I don't think she would be half as over as she is right now. Ah, oh, you're crazy. Um, no, nah, you're wrong. Um, she's more over now as a result of the way she handled that, and and also uh, we'll, we'll get well, into. Well, she wouldn't have been able to handle it at all if it didn't happen. Is my point. Because you're right, but she wouldn't have handled it at all because it wouldn't have happened. I'm saying no. I'm saying though she was still, she was still on the in in the midst of this like meteoric rise. Whether or not her face got broken, whether or not she got taken out of that match, I mean, you could argue that she would have maybe gone on to lose to Ronda Rousey. Yeah, okay, and 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 it would have been over. And maybe Vince wouldn't have wouldn't have realized, you know, because getting the the broken face thing, I think, really like clued Vince into like, oh wow, this is this is happening, whether I'm on board or not. 
Um, so yeah, maybe you know, maybe she would have just lost, and Vince wouldn't have even, you know, it wouldn't have particularly caught his eye. I don't know, but I think that she was, you know, going to be the biggest star right now, whether or not her face was broken for sure. That's just my opinion. Except if she lost to Ronda, then the experiment would have been done in, in November. No, and Charlotte and Ronda would have been the Mania match, which was the the plan all along. No, technically Charlotte lost to Ronda, and she's not any worse off for it. No, she's not, because she beat the fucking shit out of her afterwards. <laughs> well, she forfeited the match by beating the fucking shit out of her. Right, which protects her and, and a loss. Yeah, Ronda would have beat Becky, but, like, you can't say that Becky's popularity would have just stopped, would have just halted right there. They wouldn't have redone the match at Mania and, and possibly the main event like they're doing now. Well, we'll talk about what... I don't know what the hell they're doing now, because we'll, we'll talk know, about that. yeah. But so Becky Lynch goes on to enter and win the Women's Royal Rumble really quickly talking about how this match played out. So, okay, yeah. The real talking point was the the end of the match, obviously. Um, You knew right away when Lana came out what was happening, I assume. Yeah, of course. Let me just, real quick, let me me just ask you something about this, about the Lana situation, actually. Yes, Um, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you probably know where I'm going to go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Lana comes out. She's walking to the ring just as slow as possible, if not slower. And the commenta- commentaries are selling. You know, this is her opportunity. She, even though she's injured, she's she doesn't want to give away her opportunity. She still wants to, you know, give it give it her all at whatever she can give. So, with that being said, I just have to ask: Why didn't Becky Lynch wrestle at Survivor Series? You know. Uh, well, because that's a concussion. That's like a whole different story than, than well, tweaking your ankle. It's, but isn't isn't it because she wasn't cleared for competition? Oh yes. Okay. I didn't know so, where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. So so who the fuck are these doctors? I mean, I'm not a doctor, but judging by the Agreed. pace Lana was walking out, she definitely should not have been cleared for the match. That's just stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I would have had like Lana starts walking out, and officials come out and be like, "Look, you can't. No, you can't do it." And then have Becky come out. That's what I would have done. So, or something like that. Something where, like, no, we're not going to let her compete. You know, we, we can't just sometimes be like, oh, they're not clear. There's nothing we could do. And sometimes be like, ah, he's going to give it a shot anyway. He's injured, but he's going to give it a shot. Like, no. You know, you got to have one rule for everybody. Well, it looked like they were approaching that until Naya came out and attacked her. Because the doctors were coming out to attend her before Naya. The, the Naya thing happened, right? Oh, I didn't think so. I thought she was just walking oh. slow as hell, and then Naya caught up to her and beat and the shit Naya out of her. And then Naya came out? Okay, yeah. maybe, maybe that happened. So I have a, uh, not a bigger problem, because I think you're right, but a problem nonetheless. I'm sorry, but when did Fit Finley become a booker and management? Huh? Did anyone oh, wonder a, why he had... He's an official. He's a backstage official. We see him in that capacity. We have seen him breaking up fights. We have never seen him make an executive decision for a superstar to replace someone... In the biggest battle royal of the year. I just thought that Becky's character should have just walked right to the ring. The whole, like, talking to Finley and then Finley giving the okay was, I don't know. Honestly, I I was okay with it. I was okay with it because I thought it was intentional that they're both Irish. Um, I was okay with it until Nia Jax showed up in the men's rumble. Because she just took out our truth and walked to the ring. And I'm like, if that can happen... Then what you're saying is right. Becky should have just walked right to the fucking ring. But we've seen people enter. We saw we saw it with Sammy and Kevin and Sammy Zayn last year. So it's been a, it's been a trope of rumbles for the past 32 editions. It's not just this year. So it should it, yeah. it's been established that that happens. It's like a it's like a thing. People unannounced enter. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You know? uh, yeah, no, you're totally right. 
Um, it's a very small detail, not, not to take away from Becca's moment, but yeah. I just thought that they overthought how to get her in the match. That's so, all. So Both to with answer, what you're saying and what, what I'm saying. So to answer your initial concern, though, you know, Fit Finley was just saying, "Yeah, why not?" Because he doesn't he doesn't actually have any power. She, you know, she could have <laughs> yeah, just done okay. that. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, so then it comes down to. And I was thinking, wow, like you and I really called it because I think I said that it should come down to Becky and I, or you said it a few weeks ago, months ago, maybe. And I thought that someone was going to throw Charlotte out and it was going to come down to Becky and Nia. Um, but they kind of subverted expectations and it comes down to Becky and Charlotte. And then they do this whole thing where Nia attacks Becky as if Becky's not going to win. That was kind of yeah. stupid. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't like that, uh, that Becky pulled Nia out like I like that Becky pulled Nia out like that but then she turned her attention away like she left herself open to the attack by Nia like you you just cost you just pulled this person out of the out of the match like don't turn your back on them you know yeah yeah definitely um there was good suspense the crowd was there it made the moment great it was it was a great finishing sequence um yeah and the men's rumble obviously won by Seth Rollins how did you feel about that why are you booking the same type of Babyface Rumble winner has to come back from the odds, kind of thing. They did oh, with Becky too. Yeah, it's unnecessary. I agree. Like they, it's stupid. They shouldn't have done it. And it comes down to Seth and Braun. I liked how Seth got him out of the match. I, I was really suspenseful. I, I have to give him credit. Not that I ever thought Rollins wasn't going to win, but Braun what? was the you, person. No, you thought Braun could win. Well, before the match, as I'm watching it go down, I'm thinking that there's no way. While I'm watching it, there's not going to have Rollins get put through a table. They're, they wouldn't have gone through those lengths if they were going to have Rollins lose. Really? Because I feel like Braun, I don't know, to me, especially with Rollins going through the table and having been in it for so long, Braun coming in at number 27, did it not feel to you like, with everything taken into account, think about the Elimination Chamber last year when Braun Strowman literally eliminated Seth Rollins and and five other people on his way to being pinned by Roman Reigns. Like Like Seth Rollins was just was just one of the people Braun ran through in that match. Like that's that's kind of how I think of their relative um, you know, effectiveness like relative to each other. I don't know. To me it seemed like Seth Rollins like had a little bit too easy of a time eliminating Braun. I'm not saying it was easy, but just like I don't know, I thought I thought he, you know, um Really? I mean, it took a curb stomp on the apron. I thought that was a pretty emphatic way to get him out. No, I know, but I could have used a moment where I think I texted you like where where he's going, you know, to get Braun and to do the curb stomp, and Braun, since he's a fucking monster, he just like grabs Rollins, choke grabs him, something where like Rollins has to think on his feet. That's why I texted you, you know, and then Rollins should kick him in the balls. And yeah, you would say that's a heel thing, but like, I don't know. I think it would be, it would be okay. A, it's a no DQ match. B, I don't know. I just what I'm saying, like, I think Rollins up until Sunday, like his relative booking compared to Strowman, like he's. He's not a match straight up for Braun Strowman. So the fact that he was in there for a lot longer, received a lot more of a beating, and then, you know, it felt like Braun never really almost had Seth out. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted. I wanted Braun to almost have Seth out, and Seth had to do something in desperation as he sees it slipping away. Yeah, I mean, you have to also realize that the the go-home episode to Raw, Finn Balor took Strowman out, and they made us believe he was going to beat him. So... No, I mean, they, when you look at it that way. Yeah, but they went out of their way to not have a finish and to also feature Braun as prominently as Finn and Brock were featured, which was weird because he wasn't even scheduled to be at the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think Seth Rollins has obviously overtaken the top babyface role from Strowman for the past few months because of his booking. Yeah, that's um, fine. I'm just saying I don't necessarily think that should mean that he should be a, a match for Strowman all of a sudden just because, you know what I mean? Just because he's the top star. Like, still look at them. That's how I feel. Yeah, okay. Well, Rollins won. Yeah, he oh. sure did. Um, Raw opens with, I mean, which, uh, Rollins, right? Which, yeah. Well, yeah, which champion will Seth choose? Right, as if there was ever a doubt. I mean, um, were you not thinking, like, even Seth was like, oh, I'm going to have to take some time and think this over. Huh? When, when commentary said, oh, who's he going to choose? My thought was, have you guys been watching the fucking product? There's no choice. It's the guy he's been talking about all year and, and running down his champion all year. Yeah. And then when mm-hmm. he comes out and says, oh, I've got some thinking to do, it's just like, huh? Wait, he doesn't yeah. remember? Yeah. He's been talking about Brock Lesnar all fucking year. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Yeah, and then Triple H came out and they cried. Yeah, I, I liked how they integrated that again. Um, because they had that whole segment in the ring a few weeks ago with the whole show me the real Seth Rollins and then he wins and he's there. And I thought the emotion on Rollins' face was very real. And Triple H. And Triple H. I thought that was a really, uh, I don't know if touching is what they were going for, but I, I mean, I love both of them and I love Seth, obviously. So it was, uh, not emotional, but I I liked it. It 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 felt very genuine. It wasn't, it wasn't artificial to me. Um, Dean Ambrose comes out. What? A little what? No, no. I was, you know, the, Getting choked up about pointing to the sign at this point for Seth Rollins, I have a little hard time buying it, but whatever. Dean Ambrose comes out. <laughs> well, but but he's never really done it. Yeah, I know, but he's had he 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 won the title in the main event of WrestleMania three years ago. So like, yeah, he didn't point to the sign yeah, before he did he that. But like, I mean, come on, a bad guy then, and now he's like not, and it's like he won it the right way, and it's like a redemption kind of thing. That's how I took it. I think I think the way he won it at. WrestleMania 31 was like the rightest way there could be for the time. Like it, it was. Oh, right. Yeah. At, at, for the time. But he, he's, like, he's in a different part of his career now. He held the title up as WrestleMania is going off the air with the fireworks going on behind him. He's getting, you know, the crowd's going nuts like he's the biggest face. Like I, I get that he, you're saying he was a heel, but like, you know, that moment was obviously better for him than fucking pointing at the sign. Maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, the implication of winning a Rumble, I just think it's overdue, you know? Like. Oh, same. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, Ambrose comes out. And I saw something online that made me wonder. So Ambrose and I thought I love this whole segment. I I wish that we got more of this Ambrose and not the gas mask wearing Ambrose. I mean, apparently we're getting no more Ambrose. Although we'll get to that in just a few. few yeah, minutes. we'll get to that. But Ambrose and Triple H, I love their war words. I love the way that went down. I love the facial expressions. Um, so this leads to a match with Seth and Dean, which was better than their TLC match, obviously. Seth went clean. Um, it was better than the TLC match. I'm it was saying, better than the, the TLC the, it was match. A great, the finish yeah, was that's all overdone, to say the least. Oh, well, right, and I think we may know why. Um, but, but, but just to finish out the entire segment, um, they go to break. Ambrose is in the ring with a chair, saying he wants to get something off his chest. Nia and Tamina come out because they have a women's tag team qualifier, and Nia essentially like nudges Ambrose. They have a face to face. Nia nudges Ambrose out of the ring. And Ambrose leaves. Well, I mean, she yeah, she kind of like hits him in the back, and he kind of falls out of the ring. Yeah. And, uh, well, right. the, the referees went around him, and then you watched that uh, the backstage promo. I did. Yes. I, I, for me, that added a lot to it. Like, you know, having him just say the way he was going about it. Like, obviously, it's real dickish, especially when he's like, you know, she's going to start problems with me, a man. Like, come on, she must not have been serious, or you know, however he phrased it. Like, 
obviously that's a real dick, but he's a heel, and a, like I don't know, I like that a lot. And I don't know. If I, it's I intentional think, and going where you think it's going. Yeah, I think for me, especially as a follow up to her being in the men's rumble, and you know, it was pretty unanimously a hit. I feel like this was like Dean Ambrose versus Nia Jax is random, especially they're both heels. Obviously, the man woman thing. But like I don't know, there's something about it when they when they're face to face, you know, and then they, Ambrose is outside the ring and they're being like kind of held apart and the crowd is chanting "Let them fight." I don't know. I was just like, yeah, you know what? Let them fight. Like I hope this is laying the groundwork for Nia Jax versus Dean Ambrose. And to be honest with you, the more I think about it, I don't know that Dean Ambrose is leaving in April. It, it feels like a work to me. I don't think he is. Yeah, it feels like a work. It feels like he was gonna like that's. We're supposed to get the impression like he was going to give a shoot promo and then, the, you know, they sent Nia Jax out, you know, so that wouldn't happen or whatever. Because obviously, like, having WWE announce that he's not going to resign is like, that never happens. They, they never. Yeah. So, like, that's, it has to be part of a story. And the so- only reason maybe they're doing it differently is because they have not had such a high profile in the main event or uh, upper tier echelon. He was in the Shields. And that they want people to know that, like, he's not injured and that, like, they're giving us notice for when he's done. That's the, but it's, that still feels weird. But they have never had such a high profile person yeah. leave before. If he was going to leave, they wouldn't, like, they, ba- if he's really leaving, they basically said, hey, keep an eye out for Dean Ambrose in all elite wrestling. I mean, like, really, you know what I mean? Like, I, there's no benefit to the company right. to give any kind of notice to someone leaving, let alone this much notice during WrestleMania season. You know, you want when when people leave like that, like you want them to just kind of be forgotten. You want you want them to be as much as possible like not missed. You know? Like you know what I mean cuz cuz you don't have them Yeah, anymore. but it's hard with Dean Ambrose. He has a large fan base. He's been like I said, he's been main eventing pay-per-views. He was with the Shield. It's I guess because they would have to either write him off completely. Like they can't just expect him just not to show up one day and people just to the fans just forget about him. Well, not forget about him entirely, but I'm saying that's how they do it typically. Like, if somebody's leaving and there's no plans on the horizon for them to come back, like, I'm not saying the right thing to do is to ha- is to try to have everybody forget him as much as possible, but for the company, you know, he's not going to do anything for us. So what are our options? Keep him in everybody's mind, have everybody miss him and cheer for him when we know we have no plans to bring him in? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But the other match that I'm thinking of is Triple H versus Dean Ambrose. Oh, you're crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, I know, what you, I know what you're saying, but... Did you just call Triple H and Dean Ambrose crazy and you're positing Nia Jax versus Dean Ambrose in an intergender match at WrestleMania? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good recap wow. of what just happened, yeah. Interesting. They didn't, the Dean Ambrose-Triple H interaction was just to get Dean Ambrose a losing match against Seth Rollins. I don't, I don't think there was... You know what I mean? Like, personally, that's all it was to me. I didn't think they were teasing anything between them. Not as much as they did with Nia Jax, especially considering the backstage interview with Ambrose. But she also had a face-to-face with Randy Orton and wrestled with with Ray and eliminated Ali, so can't you argue that any of them could be a singles match then? No, that was in the context of the Rumble. Those were the guys that were in the ring when she went in the Rumble, and she had a face-to-face with Orton, who's on SmackDown, and he got the last word and knocked her out, and now there's nothing left to really happen with them. Dean Ambrose, I, I don't something specific about Dean Ambrose that like I don't know. I feel like he's like if you're gonna do an intergender match, now that I'm thinking about it, like he seems like one of, if not the best candidates to do it. Just his personality, you know what I mean? Like he's, you know, crazy Dean Ambrose, but also like with this heel character, like 
I, I don't know. He, he, you know, the promo he cut backstage, he was like, uh, he was like, I'm assuming that when she was yelling at me from the ring, she apologized. So, you know, I accept her apology because it, she wouldn't want to like start problems with me, a man, obviously. Like, I, I just like the way he approached it. Like, uh, you, you know, I think you might be getting ahead of yourself by accepting an apology that definitely didn't happen, but he's just being like a douchey heel. He wants to put it behind him. And I hope it's not. Okay. Well, I guess, yeah, I will say uh, that'd be interesting. I don't, I don't know if they'll do it. Um, I don't know if there's room on the mania card for it in general. Uh, cause I've been, I was calculating that that's, there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, well, but, uh, yeah, it mania. would be different. It would be different. That's what I'm looking for. Something different. All right. Moving along. We have a lot more to cover still. Yes. Um, Naya Tamina and the Riot Squad qualified for the Women's Elimination Chamber uh, for the Tag Team Championships. Yeah, and didn't uh, Sonya and Mandy Rose qualify too, right? Uh, yes, I was going to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, they won their uh, promo no. when they just said that they were in the match. <laughs> yes, and then yeah, in. very interesting. I, if anything, I feel like the Iconics should have done that, but I Honestly, guess we'll see I feel what like, happens to that. Like, I, I really feel like these, there's only six, if, if that, like six women tag teams, like, I don't know. On Monday Night Raw, when you've got Dana Brooke and Natty, I mean, I know it was supposed to be Ember, but even if it was Ember Moon and Natty versus like an actual, you know what I mean? Like established together team. What? I'm sorry. Miz and Shane are SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Are we talking about an established teams here? Is that what we're doing? For the first ever women's tag team championship yeah i don't think that alicia fox and nikki the most random team ever should be in the running for that just because they're both women on the roster like you know what i mean they're not no a team. it's because they're both crazy and they have similar attitude and personality traits and i, I think it's say kind that, of funny you know they're both crazy but that's where the similarities end i feel like yeah and i think that's why they're put together right and what i'm just saying is you've got Teams that are established as being together facing teams that are just thrown together last minute. There's never at any point a question of like, oh, I wonder which one's going to win, the established team or the fucking thrown together last minute team. Like, that's yeah, what I'm just saying. You might as well match, skip the though, step. You might as well skip the step that everybody knows what it's leading to. I guess, but most elimination chamber matches have qualifying matches, so I think they they're kind of in a position to the the chamber has prestige in itself, being in it and the type of match that it is. You're right. I get it. But I think it makes it feel more important that people have to compete and that there is a chance that these established teams could lose, whether they will or not. They won't. They, no, they won't. You're right. But at least now you could argue that whoever's in it fought their way in, except for Sonya and Mandy, for whatever reason. Yeah. So far, I, I have a feeling that that's going to happen with like all the SmackDown teams. Well, then they shouldn't have done the, any, any at all then. Qualifying matches. Well, I mean, I don't mind it if it's like, uh, you know, Two different, you know, Raw does it their way, SmackDown does it their way. I mean, you know, maybe I'm just justifying it, but I, well, don't you know, forget I kind of like the same, that angle. The same people book the matches, don't forget, because the McMahons run everything now. You know what? I had forgot that. You're right. You're totally right. Um, it doesn't make sense. Angle versus Corbin, I'm at a, almost a loss of words for what they're doing with Kurt Angle, uh, or not doing, or well, why. I mean, I never hate that older guys are putting over, like, new people, but... I hate Baron Corbin. I think it helped Drew McIntyre and his whole narrative and his character growth. And that yeah. was actually a semi-competitive match. Yeah. Um, and then Angle got squashed, essentially. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying, and I kind of got that impression, too. Like, we both like Drew McIntyre better because he is better in literally every way. But for whatever reason, on Raw anyway, they seem like I feel like they want to at least make them like on par with each other because... You know, I, I can't think of why you would give that win like that to Baron Corbin. 
because it takes away like that did a lot for Drew McIntyre beating Kurt Angle, but less yeah. so in hindsight. If Baron Corbin could do it too, it, you know, even easily quicker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they're prioritizing a bona fide star under a douchebag who likes to cosplay as Johnny Cash. Is this leading to like? Any type of like uh, angle for angle, like a WrestleMania uh-huh. culmination, or like is it? It has to be. It's just it's weird that Vince is, is is doing this with him. I can't imagine Kurt Angle is like excited about any of this. Well, I have to think that yeah, it's a it's a leading to a, a redemption thing in WrestleMania. Okay, but so what's that redemption thing? He beats Baron Corbin in a match. I mean, I would have said he beats Drew McIntyre in a match, but now I'm thinking they're refocusing it to Baron Corbin. I guess. Or or one of them, or he loses to somebody else, oh, and, and he beats be so those bad. two on the way to beating. Yeah, something like that. But I think Kurt Angle's going to win a match. He's going to have to really dig down deep and pull it out at WrestleMania to win. All right. I guess we'll see. Um, Bobby Lashley and Balor seem to be the next IC Championship feud. That's really all I have to say about that segment. Mm, enough said. I, I don't really, yeah, whatever. Um, I do like the hypocrisy of uh, Leo Rush calling Finn Balor a little twerp, obviously. Yes, me too. And I also, uh, one thing about this that I thought of is that I wish Finn Balor is, there was always these jokes that always going to get sent to 205 Live or Ricochet will get sent to 205 Live or 205 Live has this like negative stigma. But like the wrestling has improved its quality and it's still a, you know, it's on the network and not many people watch it and it doesn't have the best aura around it. But like, Finn Balor is below 205 pounds. He could wrestle on 205 Live. I would like build like little mini one-night matches on 205 Live. If you have two people feuding who are under 205 pounds, Leo Rush, that's like his show. I think you could do like a little main event, give some 205 Live exposure, give Finn Balor the win, and then he goes back to Raw. You want Finn Balor to wrestle on 205 Live? In the main event. And a very great match. The main event Rush is phenomenal. Ooh, and the main event of Balor, 205 Live is still 205 Live. And then Balor goes back to Raw like normal. I think it would help 205. I do. Well, you're saying he doesn't go back to Raw. He He's on Raw, and then he could wrestle on 205 the next well, I'm just night. Saying and it he's wouldn't still be like a demotion is what I feel people would see, but it wouldn't be. It would not be that. What are you trying to accomplish? There's a show for people under 205 pounds. Leah Rush is on it. Leah Rush is talking shit to Finn Balor. I think it would be in Finn Balor's character to say... I'm going to go to your show and beat the shit out of you. You know what I think Vince would say? What? They don't want to, they don't, yeah, technically you're right. Finn Balor's under 205, but he's not presented that way. He's presented as like a top level star. They don't want to call people's attention to the fact that he could be wrestling in 205. You know? Well, I also would book Rey Mysterio to face Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania for the Cruiserweight Championship, but I well think I got- care about 205 more than other people do apparently. They've got bigger plans for Ray at Mania, my humanitarian friend. Do they? Yeah, I guess definitely. We'll, I guess. Oh yeah, I, I, can, we'll, I can. Yeah, it's, I guess. I guess we'll get to that. We'll get to that because I don't know what they are. Um, well, you you probably don't realize that you do. Like like we'll get we'll get there. Okay. Um, Ronda Rousey comes out. Um, hmm? The crowd completely fucking destroyed her. It's the crowd's fault. Um, oh, I'm not placing blame. I'm just stating facts that the crowd destroyed her. Which is, I think, exactly what happened. At least that's what I saw. Well, um, I mean, yeah, she was thrown by the crowd. Yeah. the crowd was booing uh, and chanting Becky. It was awkward in the beginning. I think towards the end, after everything, I liked it a lot. But not to fast forward too quickly. Um, it, it, she's not been in this spot most often. I'm not, I'm not this big Ronda Mark by any means. Um, you're I've, not? Dude, I'm you're, not, no. dude, you're a big Ronda Mark. No, I'm not a big Ronda Mark. Yes, I you have are, dude. Called, you, 
You, you, you, yeah, okay. I mean, you, you typically act as if, you know, she's second only to Alexa Bliss. Like, given, every, every have, time she comes no. up, you, like, praise the shit out of her for 30 I seconds. I have given to her minute. the same praise that everyone has given her up until she started feuding with the most popular woman because the most popular woman is Becky Lynch, and that's, that's what it's cool to cheer right now. Be, be, Just like it was cool to, to boo Roman Reigns, and it was, it was cool to boo John Cena, and now it's cool to cheer Becky Lynch. So everyone forgets about Ronda being a year into this fucking business. And See what accomplishing I mean? what she's accomplished. This is you, no, this but, is what happens but, but every week. You get you get defensive against this no, energy it's because it's the facts. Everyone loved her after WrestleMania. Uh, Nia Jax, oh, she brought Nia Jax to her best match. L- Alexa Bliss, great match, and then Becky Lynch comes, and boom, the hate starts. Ronda. It's not it's not me being a mark. It's me calling it as it is, and that's exactly what's happened. She has a lot of improvements to make. Don't get me wrong. She fucked up in the promo. Don't get me wrong, but. The opinion of her changed once Becky Lynch came in the equation because it's cool to like Becky Lynch right now, and that is a fact. Sorry. It's not that it's cool to like Becky Lynch. It's that it's Becky cool. Lynch is hot right now. Becky Lynch is the hottest star right now. That's It's not okay. that it's cool to like her. I don't like her because it, it's it's like, well, what all the cool kids are doing. It's it's because she's the most appealing star to me right now. That's why I like I, her personally. I, I believe, and I believe you. I just think not everyone thinks of it that way. I also have grown to like her a lot. In the beginning, I was like, well, I don't get it. Yeah, I, yeah, you, you know, I, I I never disliked her, but I'm like, what? Like now? Can I tell you my my uh, the way sure. I perceived what happened on Raw? Absolutely. Ronda comes out. Well, let me she tell you sure what did. I what I would have had happen. Yeah, and even beforehand, because this is how fucking obvious it was to me. <clears throat> Ronda comes out, grabs a mic, she goes to start talking. Becky Lynch's music hits. I don't understand how anybody could be thrown. By the fact that the crowd is chanting for Becky. Hello, you've been... The, the anticipation has been building for this match for months. Like, you know, Ronda um, defended the title against Sasha. Becky won the Rumble. We don't want to watch uh, Ronda versus Bailey right now. We just want to get to the fucking matter at hand that we've been waiting for for months and months and months. They were booing Ronda and chanting for Becky... Anybody would have been doing that. That's If I was in that arena, I would have been doing the same thing because the company is crazy to not see that. Give them what the fuck they want. We've been waiting for it for months. Waiting for what? Becky versus Ronda. Like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to... The open challenge, whatever, that's fine. Usually you can do it. In this specific case, the night after Rumble, we all know what the fucking match is. Let's not make haste. Let's just get right to the... Let's get them... You know, I, I feel like Ronda would have been better off if... I don't know. For me personally, she was thrown... By, she by called the out cha- Becky. By the booze and the chanting... What? If she called out Becky? No, no. If Rhonda came out and got the mic and was about to start talking, and then Becky Lynch's music just hit. Skip Bailey, skip the match, skip the bad promo. Uh, Becky comes out, cuts the promo exactly the way she did. Personally, I felt like Rhonda, after Becky cut her part of the promo, and especially after Rhonda's, you know, being thrown earlier when she cut the promo, I don't know. I, personally, I got the impression like Becky kind of inspired that out of her by being like having like an unflailing perfectly worded perfectly pronounced promo and ronda like really had to come back with something cool and she did you know but it was like night and day from from when she first came out absolutely yeah it took her a while and again i you know becky did that becky did do that i think ronda still performed in the moment um, oh, yeah. I know a lot of people who people motivate them and they don't perform up to the moment. Yeah. Um, I just don't think I mean, she would have, you know, been in that headspace with with anybody else is what I'm saying. Well, that, that's what she should be doing all the time. I don't know why they write her to have these 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 philosophical speeches. I mean, we, I've said oh this God. before. Um, yeah. And what? I'm not a fan of that. And, 
Um, We've kind and, of like danced around like what she should be. Like she should basically be not too different than she was already. And you, she was a fucking household name, as she said before she came in the company. She was already established. We all kind of had an idea of who she was. That should have been who she remained. And that promo that she cut with Becky was like, yeah, that's exactly what she should have been this whole fucking time. I mean, it makes more sense that like Becky, that like this is, you know, emotions are high right now. And that, and that, I mean, you wouldn't, she wouldn't have said that to just anybody, but like, I don't know the thing she said, it was like, I've never believed anything she said as much as I believed that. And, um, I don't know. I lost the thought, but, um, I texted you Tuesday night cause I missed the first part of SmackDown, even though that bullshit with our truth was happening. Mm-hmm. I missed the first part of SmackDown. I saw the recap where Charlotte and Becky are fighting, and that's when I was like, are you mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? You just had the fucking best promo ever between two people for a singles match, and now you're going to tease bringing Charlotte into Like, I'm sorry, but like, no, she does not belong, especially after Monday. I'm just kind of dumbfounded at the idea that, that they might still be toying with a triple threat. You know, to have booked Monday the way, the way uh. it went, but also like, after the fact, the way it came off, like... Who came out of watching Raw Monday that wasn't like Becky versus Ronda is the fucking match? You know? Um, I don't entirely disagree, but... Here we go. Um, a, I think that Becky and Charlotte also had not, I wouldn't say equal, but a phenomenal segment. It was all right. Not, I think not definitely not equal. That they are in this very uncomfortable... Okay, here's my thing. Right now, for me, personally... And I will absolutely admit that there is some bias included. Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, to me, is the better wrestling match. Should main event. Main ev- yeah. Should main event WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah. If you include Charlotte in that match with Becky and Ronda, you make it a worse I think, match. I just I don't know. I I struggle with, and I'm not. I'm certainly not a huge. Well, that's a lie. I, I love Charlotte Flair. A lot, but I wouldn't say I'm yeah, this overly obsessed with her. I think that she's phenomenal, and that's just—I mean, yeah. undeniable. You've been—you've um, you've had a—you begrudgingly began to admit that Becky is bigger right now, but I can hear it in your voice. You hate to do it. I do, yeah. Becky is bigger right now, without a doubt. But I struggle with the fact that just because Becky Lynch since August has been on this tear where they turned her heel and the fans didn't like it and then the whole nose thing happened here we are and she's been great up until that point and she deserves what she's gotten because she's performed up to it and belongs there and all of that charlotte flair has been there the entire time that she has been with the company if you were having the first ever women's real main event that's closing the show I just think that Charlotte deserves to be in the match. And I think that there's a story there. It's not about what Charlotte deserves. And yeah, they've tried to keep Charlotte in. That's why they had the Survivor Series match end the way it did. And they had Ronda come out and cross both Becky and Charlotte. But after that promo Monday night, it's not about Charlotte. I don't think it undoes all that. All that still happened. It's been happening since November. It it, it shouldn't go away just because one promo was great. They've been trying to keep Charlotte involved, but the fact of the matter is the the real Not trying to. They've been doing it organically. I disagree. I I think Monday night, that promo between Becky and Ronda was perfect just the way it was. It was. And I think think if you add Charlotte to the match, I know you're going to hate this, but if you add Charlotte to the match, you make it less than for me because the one-on-one match is just... I don't know. Charlotte just doesn't belong in it. I like. I, I'm not saying she shouldn't be on WrestleMania, but like she definitely shouldn't be in this match. This is a very like it was supposed to happen months ago. This singles match, you know, and maybe Charlotte versus Ronda was going to happen at WrestleMania. Things changed. Turns out Becky's a bigger star anyway. 
I don't even know why we're still having this conversation, especially after Monday night. That was... Oh, I, I remembered what I was going to say about uh, Rhonda after we're done arguing this. Well, you should say it now in case you forget it again. Did you not get the impression like Rhonda, very subtly, I think she should kind of not turn heel. Oh, I knew you were going to say this. No, because listen, listen. I'm talking about like like it could add nuance to her character. She's been in WWE for the year. She's been acting humble. She's noble. She She, you know doesn't waste an opportunity to like praise the, you know the women's division and appreciate the fact that she's there but it makes sense that deep down she would think but really we all know this is kind of beneath me like it makes sense and something she said you know when she was saying like I could kill you the only re- thing that stopped me is that I choose not to she basically said after that like I'm going to kill you no she no 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 it was it was some I'm trying to remember exactly what she said it was something like I don't know. It gave me the impression like like the company's better off for me being here more so than I'm better off for being here. Like like, which which you know she wouldn't be entirely wrong to feel. Like it would to me it would kind of make sense, and it would make sense that she felt that way all along. But she could could push those emotions down until someone like Becky Lynch comes along, and and you know Rhonda could be thinking like you're saying like. You know, nothing Becky Lynch is doing undercuts any of the fucking awesome shit that I've been doing all year. And she'd be right to think that, but the fact of the matter is that Becky Lynch is just hotter right now. She was poised against Ronda, and, and Becky's really going for the for the jugular against Ronda, like, with you know, promos and all that shit. So, like, it's, it's really, you know, people are kind of hating on Ronda because they're loving Becky so much. And, it, I don't know, to me it makes sense that that would piss Ronda off and that she would have a harder time... Not saying things that she, you know what I mean? Like, like she's she's saying to Becky, like, I could kill you if I wanted to. And the whole time, Becky's just, like, staring at her and smiling. And I like the idea that that would p- really just piss her off even more to the point where she starts saying things that she didn't ever really want to say. But it's just, she, she can't, she doesn't understand the situation, you know? Yeah, I think that I would love to see nuance to, Ron, to Ronda's character. And I think that they should now start transitioning into that because of what Becky brought out of her on Monday. I yeah. think that should continue going forward. Like subtly, I think I don't think she should yeah, start acting like super heelish, but she should like, you know, as they're cutting promos when she really is getting really angry, she starts saying things that aren't necessarily facey. But you could still see why Rhonda would think that way, and you know, she's not totally wrong. Like you know, yes. Yeah. Um, one thing you said, I totally disagree with. I'm with you in Just agreement. One? Undeniably, yeah. Actually, I don't huh. think we totally disagree. Listen, Rhonda and Becky is absolutely a a credible, obvious match to have at WrestleMania. They've built to it consistently. They, we are here finally. But I do not agree with the notion that Becky Lynch is a bigger star than Charlotte overall. Right now, she is. She's not. Charlotte is, is the... Is right the, now. Right but, now, but, on the build to this year's WrestleMania is what we're talking about. I'm not saying Becky Charlotte should go in the Hall of Fame before Charlotte. I'm not saying that Becky... You know, their her career is going to dwarf Charlotte's. I'm just saying right now, if you want to put Charlotte in this match, from my perspective, you're shoehorning her in to a match she really doesn't belong in, to a rivalry she really doesn't belong in. I, I, I don't think, see, that's where we... we uh, they, Charlotte was thrown off of the same ladder Becky was. How does she not belong in that match? Ronda was getting back at her for Survivor Series. Right. Okay, and and Ronda was getting back at Becky for what attacking her backstage. That's yeah. it. That's it. Right, but then, but then, because Becky and, and, and Ronda had more of a Twitter war. It dude, deserves no. to be a singles match. No, Becky. Becky literally said on Monday night, like, 
you know, we had beef and you were fine just forgetting about it. And I didn't forget about it. And I told you I wasn't going to forget about it. I told you I was gonna, like, Becky's fucking promo was so awesome. I, I really was. don't. I'm not saying it was I don't wasn't. even see. After that Monday night, that was like, that is the biggest match. Uh, that, that's the biggest match. Like, I don't know. I, I For me, like, I, I, I was sold on Becky versus Ronda from that way more than I was sold on Seth versus Brock. Like, you know, with the sum total of everything that happened between them. Personally. Oh, I think based on Monday, I agree with you. Yeah. If I'm judging Monday alone, we have a lot more to go until WrestleMania. Right. Um, but, but but then I saw Charlotte on SmackDown and I, 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 I think she, I don't think she, I don't think she probably will be because I don't think there's a, there's someone on SmackDown for Oscar to face. So I think you're in the clear. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I would like it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we're going to see Charlotte and Oscar and Becky and Rhonda. And it's just what I've been saying for the last few weeks on the show. I think that's that's where we're gonna go. Yeah, but but you did also say that the match is more main event worthy with Charlotte in it, which I and totally I, disagree with. Okay, well, you can disagree with that, but I still stand by that part. I don't think that that's gonna happen. But I, yeah, I think I think that's, it does, and I think Ronda's character to not want to get back at Charlotte for that beatdown, the biggest beatdown she's gotten since being in this company, is also a glaring character flaw that everyone's ignoring. I'm sorry, say that again? What beatdown? The beatdown that Charlotte gave Ronda. The fact that Ronda doesn't want retribution from Charlotte. She got it. She cost her the title at TLC. And then she cost Becky, too. And for Ronda, it was done. And it could have been done for Charlotte and Becky, but Becky just, she found a way. She entered the Rumble. She not only won it, but she threw Charlotte out last. And then on Monday, they transitioned to the one-on-one rivalry. Like, I... You know, you have, like, I understand what you're saying up until Sunday, but then on Sunday, Charlotte was pushed out of the picture. And then on Monday, we really, we really focused in, the in on, on the one on one match in a fucking masterful way. If I was Charlotte, I think the easiest way to get to a triple threat is to say Becky wasn't even supposed to be in this match. Um, well, I'm afraid that's what they might do. Me too. As far actually. as, as, far well, as not Becky, afraid, but. Yeah. As far as Becky versus Ronda not main eventing, I kind of feel like. It's the biggest women's match. Like, if you don't have them main event this year, you know, it's hard to imagine a bigger match. Like, I feel like they would eventually do it just to do it, but... Um, the Four Horsewomen in a Fatal 4-Way match is the only other match I could see justifiably main eventing. That doesn't include Ronda yeah, Rousey. maybe if they, you know, if it's built up to... I, I just... Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch is like... It's a very unique situation. Ronda is like, you know, a household name star outside of WWE... Becky Lynch, easily the hottest star in WWE right now. Like, it's just a very unique situation. Like, if they can't main event this year, I just can't foresee. Like, I kind of feel like, uh, like with the Oscars, you know, Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture this year, which is great. But the problem with with that is, you know, The Dark Knight for one uh, didn't get nominated for Best Picture ten years ago, and like nothing against Black Panther, but The Dark Knight is unquestionably a better movie. So like. If any of them deserve to main event, Becky Lynch versus Ronda, I think, deserve to main event. If you're not going to use that, have that main event, then, you know, the, the ultimate match that eventually does main event is just going to be um, tainted for me. Because it's like, well, you should have done it when you had the real money opportunity to do it, you know? Let me ask you a question. What do you think would be the better match, like, technically and, like, star-wise, Becky and Ronda or Charlotte and Ronda, without, j- strictly on technicality alone? Becky versus Ronda or Charlotte versus Ronda? Uh huh. Um, 
Okay, well, I'm glad you're really thinking about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not, you know, it's not just a question of no. I, I'm just the match. Like, question. Is, I know, you know it's the not. emotion. Just... Like what I'm thinking when you when you asked that, and I hesitated. What I'm thinking is, well, right now the emotion, like you know, I, I know you're asking like take with that taken out of it, but I can't take that out of it. That's a big part of it. And with the emotion, like I would definitely, for one, enjoy Becky Lynch versus Ronda more. Like I mean, not okay. you know. On the ground, like you're, I know what you're saying. Like maybe Charlotte and Ronda could technically have a better match, but it's not a match that I could enjoy more if it doesn't. You know, Becky Lynch versus Ronda is very uniquely heated right now, to where, you know, two months from now, like it's going to be even two months more anticipated. I don't know. I just, I just feel like, like it seems so obvious. Like you just, you just set up the best singles. Like I've never, I can't remember in recent history. Seeing a singles match at WrestleMania set up for so perfectly, and we're talking about adding a third person to it. It's just fucking crazy. Well, I think if they were smart, um, at this point, I, out of, not annoyance, because I'm not annoyed by this. I think that Rhonda and Becky, or Becky, deserves to be in the spot. Um, at this point, though, if, if, if I were them to shut everyone up, I would do Charlotte and Becky at Fastlane, like that's apparently rumored. And you have Asuka interfere because Asuka wants Charlotte at WrestleMania and wants to get her win back. And that's how you protect Charlotte. Because then you have to also remember that based on your logic, if Charlotte loses to Becky, then against Asuka, she's going to look weak or something, right? I'm sure that's something you're going to think about. Um, well, I mean, no, you, should. Charlotte, you should. Charlotte, yeah, but Charlotte has it working in her favor that she was the first person to beat Asuka's streak. So that would kind of... Honestly, I'm not in love with the idea of doing Charlotte versus Asuka as a rematch. Um... But I mean, if it's the only alternative to putting Charlotte in there, what do you want for there, Charlotte? What? what do you want? What do you want for for Charlotte? You seem to forget that she has been also in main events of of of, of SmackDowns and and up there and champ. Like, what do you want for her to not be on the card? No, 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 no. I'm not saying she shouldn't be on the card. Well, there's um, no other option really if she's not in a title match. Yeah, she's not going to get a singles match. This is we kind of just go back and forth. Like, I'm not, I'm not not prioritizing Charlotte. It's just that, you know, I definitely would, if it was, if it was keep her off the card or put her in this match with Becky and Ronda, I would say I'm sorry, but she has to be off the card because that's how but passionate I am about this singles it's, it's match. But put her with Asuka, which right. you also don't seem to like, even though there's also a built-in story there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm fine with it. Uh, it's fine. I just, I don't love it, you know, because I, I just feels like... So who feel- is Asuka facing? Dude, we're having a lot of conversations right now. The thing with Charlotte and Asuka is it just feels like... But see, that's like the that's problem. Who's, You're like only that's concerned left. about the Raw like, championship. Like There's Asuka an and Charlotte are, are who's left, and they both have to be on the card. So I guess they have to wrestle each other. Like it doesn't. No, no, they, nobody's nobody's pining for an Asuka Charlotte rematch. The, uh, first of all, everyone online is. Every well, that's because they they, they want to keep everyone. Charlotte out of that Becky Lynch Ronda match. Probably no. It's it's because it's because Charlotte beat Asuka's undefeated streak, and they had a match a few uh, months ago that went to no count out, and it would be another phenomenal match. Maybe better than Ronda and Becky, but you keep saying I'm not thinking about that right now. But there's more than just a Raw Women's Championship. There's an entire other Women's Championship to worry about here. I know, and I feel but... like you're just worried about. We got there. Becky's won the Rumble. She'll be in a match with Ronda. We're good. Yeah, as, whatever. Yeah. Triple Threat One Singles Match. Great. That's fine. There's still a whole other brand to worry about that no one, I guess, seems to care about. It's except for me. It's not that I don't care about it. It's just that, like, I'm just prioritizing, like. You know, there is no prioritizing. Becky won. She wants Ronda. It's happening. 
Yeah, I I just feel like the, the, the you know I feel more passionately not... that Becky Lynch and Ronda have to wrestle each other than I feel about Charlotte. You know, like there's no comparison. Like Becky Lynch and Ronda. Well, I'm like, not comparing though. I'm generally asking about the SmackDown thing. I think you think that I'm like ranking them here. I'm I'm booking the WrestleMania card right now. I'm not prioritizing. It's not about prioritizing. Ronda and Becky is the story. That's it. But there's Oscar's not dropping the title before before WrestleMania. There is no one on that brand who is big enough to face Oscar right now. No one. What about um like a triple threat with Charlotte and Oscar? Oh, you're gonna hate this. I can already tell. And Nikki Cross hates it um i like nikki i wouldn't hate it i just don't know how you get nikki up to that point in in 65 days but i mean i'm willing to see it happen i still think there's a whole redemption angle with oscar and charlotte that is there to tap into but no i don't hate it yeah i don't think it's likely but i don't hate it and nikki and oscar have some built-in animosity from nxt that they could tap into so no i'm willing to explore other options See, unlike you, I'm not only set on Charlotte and Asuka being a singles match like you are Ronda and Becky. Well, that's... And I can make arguments why it should be a singles match. They're not match. comparable. They're not comparable. Mm, they're not, but they also have legitimate reasons why it is a logical singles match to have. Yeah, Maybe Asuka, and Charlotte, and have yeah Asuka and Charlotte, you can come up with legitimate reasons why it could be a logical singles match to have. Becky and Ronda, you can't come up with any logical reasons why not to have that match because it's the match everybody wants to see. That's that's the difference, really. Like, we're talking about, you know, like, what can we do with these women that are left over that deserve to be on the card? I'm talking about, like, this match, you know, not only do these both women have to be on the card, they have to be against each other in a very high-profile match because that's where they're at. That's just where we're at right now. Yeah, and it will be high-profile. Totally. With or without Charlotte. Yeah, hopefully without, obviously. <laughs> okay. Um, Strowman McIntyre, is this going to be a WrestleMania match? Uh, no, no. Okay, so where is Drew at WrestleMania and Strowman? I mean, are they having a, a rematch from a match on Raw when Strowman was going to win pretty, you know, overwhelmingly until Corbin came in? Like, um, I think they could get there if they wanted to. I mean, if you do know, Strowman and Corbin... I, I honestly think that we're going to see Drew McIntyre versus Cena at WrestleMania. If Cena okay. is... Because you know, do you know about the Cena thing? Well, anyway, what I've heard is that Lar- it was supposed to be Lars Sullivan versus Cena. Yes. Cena was being advertised for the Rumble, even though he wasn't going to be there. But obviously, the way they took him out was weird. What was supposed to happen, you remember... Um, What's his name? Had a panic attack? Lars, yes. Yeah, I think he was supposed to show up and injure Cena, taking him out of the Rumble, setting up their feud for Mania. Oh, I think I heard that. And on Raw, I noticed that they kind of retroactively said that Drew McIntyre Drew Mac- is the yes. one that injured yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yeah, I mean, I, they, he, he's been saying that for a week or two, though, in his promos, at, at least. But I, you're probably right. But I still, I think I'd rather see Drew and Cena anyway, no? Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Uh, then, then Cena and Lars? Yeah. Without fucking question. Yeah, of course. Fuck Lars. Just making sure. Come on, man. And then um, we kind of got we, – we already kind of talked about this. They were, we're trying to see who, if, who Rollins is going to pick. Poor D- Dana Bryan seemed like a non-factor that whole night because he was shown backstage and then doesn't even come out. I felt like it'd be cool if, like, he at least came out while Rollins was getting the shit kicked out of him or something. Yeah, it's weird that they – It was just unnecessary it's to, weird. to it's like do they it real, like that. It's like they realized somewhere during the show that, like, oh, what are we doing? Fucking – there's no choice he has – like, you know, like – yeah. And then because kind of, kind of, yeah, it kind of made up for it a little bit. Although I still think Seth, you know, he seemed like he was kind of backtracking that, you know, saying like, oh, I have a decision to make. Like, 
No, you don't. You've, you've been talking about it already. And the fact that you would say that, you know, I, I don't know, tells me that, like, you might have been trying to think of, man, maybe I'll go after Daniel Bryan because it won't be as, you know, it's not as daunting. I mean, obviously, that's not real, but it just, they kind of left me with no choice other than to draw that conclusion amongst myself. Later on, though, you know, it, it helped it a little bit when, when you have uh, Heyman and Lesnar come out. Heyman is, is literally saying, like, Seth, just choose Daniel Bryan. You, you don't want any part of this. And then Seth has to answer that, obviously, cut him off, come out, not only get in Brock's face, but punch him. That that was fucking awesome. Oh, it was great. But, I mean, why – and Wade Keller had an issue with this, too. Why make the whole thing about Seth's decision and then he doesn't even make it on air and they announce it after – just on on their social media account that Seth Rollins shows Brock Lesnar, dude. I'm I'm telling you, like they when they were writing Raw earlier in the day, they were like, oh, this is you know, it's like they're just plugging these characters into the story they always do. Who's he gonna choose? And then Raw started, and they probably were like seeing on Twitter, like, oh fuck, we are like idiots because Seth has been talking about this guy being a bad champion all year. Like, I, I really think that's what happened. Like by the end, they were like, oh, we kind of have to walk that back, Daniel Bryan wouldn't make any sense if he was out there like you know that's to me that's that's they did as much as they could later on to try and forget about that first part that literally made no sense i think it should be like a formality that after the rumble someone interviews them and they ask them who they want to pick well i I kind of like they just declare it i kind of like that there's no set way like they did that last year because you know it was it was safe to just rashinsky won the men's rumble it was safe to like, we all knew it was going to be AJ versus Shin, so there's no reason to wait, you know what I mean? Like, I think you play it by, you know, depending on the situation. Like, it was fine that Seth didn't say, I'm going after Brock after the Rumble, but when Raw started, you know, he should have gotten interviewed. Seth, have you thought about which champion you're going to go up against? And he would have said, like, have you been watching the show? There's no decision. Yeah. I know who I'm going up against, and Brock knows too. Yeah, no, I agree. And also when Seth, because um, I had a feeling he was going to get up from all those F5s, which... Was kind of deva- I mean, I love Seth, Dude. so uh, just to show my non-bias, I kind of devalued that that move. No, did you think that? Yeah, I think that. Okay, good. The first F five did more to him than the fifth one on the title did. For some yeah, reason. me too. I mean, he sold them all great. I mean, he, uh, that's. Mm. I mean, that's Seth. He's great in general. But um, but I, I just I, you didn't. Know, the, that come was on, weird. Brock. When he when he gets he's pulling himself up. Come on, Brock. Is that all you got, dude? He just. Or gave why not you- just say there? Say it then that you want him or something. Oh no! Or like I, no, get I on think the at mic that point it's Brock been established. Away. When when Heyman says <sighs> Seth, you don't want any part of this. Seth comes out as soon as he gets in Brock Lesnar's face. I mean, yeah, the commentary can say like, oh, he's he's probably going after Lesnar." I think everybody knows at that point, though. I mean, really, I mean, everybody oh, fucking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everybody already knew going into Raw, except apparently Vince and the writers. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I know, I know what you're saying, but like you know, it's it's some things go without saying sometimes. Well, yeah, that's why I wouldn't have booked the segment to go down like that anyway. I would have just had Seth Rollins call out Brock Lesnar, period. Yeah. 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 Um, SmackDown, we went into real depth about Becky and Charlotte. Um, I really did like this. I liked what Charlotte said, and Ronda made the same point about Becky being on the kickoff show, and now she's in the main event. Yeah, great year. And also, uh, in terms of people not caring about Asuka, she wasn't even on the show. So there's that. Okay. She was nowhere on the show. This week's SmackDown, I don't know if you noticed, was a fucking really weird show. Uh, well, like, it sure was. That doesn't excuse it. Like, just... No, it doesn't. No, 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 it doesn't She just beat it. who you're calling the hottest superstar in the company. She's not on SmackDown? Okay. 
that, I don't that's know. logical. I, I think that's fine. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, How I is that really... fine? Um, she just beat the winner of the Women's Royal Rumble. Right. Why did she need to be there? I, Sorry, I, yeah, I I'm even, really uh, stupid. Apparently, you have to explain it to me. Why did she need to be there? Why wouldn't she? Why would she? Why was why why? What's left to be said? She's the champion. She doesn't have a current I don't challenger. Know, declare her WrestleMania plans, or ask who her challenger is going to be for WrestleMania. She's the champ. Or... She's not going to declare her WrestleMania plans. She's going to get assigned an opponent at some point. She's right. Need... Maybe like see how that process is going to take. We I don't know. I just, I just feel like she had nothing to do. Show, like she wouldn't now, have had anything to do. I guess. I mean, we talk about all the time how Shinsuke can't be on shows for a period of time or. Andrade wasn't on for a period of time. We noticed that, but we don't notice when Asuka's not on the show. Well, Shinsuke and and, and Andrade is like weeks at a time. Sanity is like, I don't remember the last time they were on here. Asuka was on last week promoting her title fight, which happened two days ago, which she won wholeheartedly. Like, I don't see what she... You know, there's no there's no contender right now. Like I just maybe a backstage interview segment. How did you feel after your win, or 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 anything? How do you think she felt? Oh, do we ask that every time those stupid interview questions are asked? It still gets them on the screen. I mean, and also when they when they ask those when they ask those questions, it isn't like you know we just have to fill this time. It's it's ideally it's we have a good answer for this and we have something that didn't go without saying just from the victory alone. You know, not her not always. being there just tell me they didn't have that. Like they didn't have a reason. I don't know. It bothered you. It didn't didn't bother me so much. Well, of course not, because Becky Lynch is taken care of, and that's the only concern right now. So it's okay. I'll worry about you, Oscar. Don't worry about it. She just beat Becky Lynch. She's the champion of her brand. I mean, I'm not as concerned about her as you are because I think well, she's fine. Well, if you're just tuning into SmackDown, you wouldn't know that she's the champion of the brand because she wasn't on the show. You're just tuning so. into SmackDown. You didn't watch the fucking Royal Rumble. Maybe not. not maybe someone fan. was sick. You're not maybe, a big maybe, fan. Did you see SmackDown last was week? She was all over the show. Right. She sure was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> and then, then we have this whole United States championship debacle. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke won the title last night. Then our truth claims that he was given a U.S. title match because he was taken out of the rumble. I guess those two things are comparable all of a sudden. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely thought that too. Our truth beats Shinsuke in a very awkward way that I'm still not totally certain was supposed to happen like that. Um, if, if not, they at least played it off. Well, like it was not like, you know did, what I mean? Like it, the when you saw the replay, did it not strike you that Shinsuke Nakamura's out? shoulders were up? Yeah, he kicked it out. did strike me like that. And the commentators didn't notice it. And Corey Graves is like, oh, okay. Dude, so yeah. that's why I kind of think it was not supposed to happen. They showed the replay and the commentators were like, yeah, no, he got him. And I was like, what? No. Yeah, I was like, no, yeah. definitely didn't. Do your eyes work? Because no. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. So all of that happened. Don't know why, but. but so but, fucking weird. But Asuka's not on the show. Um, I Ray mean, versus, Ray Mysterio versus uh, Samoa Joe was scheduled. Uh, that's what. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what. That's what we're supposed to happen. Water cooler. And then um, Andrade attacked Ray. Um, so okay, Ray and Andrade. I am assuming you are thinking this is leading going all the way to Mania when you were talking about Ray Mysterio before. No, no, no. Okay. Do you want me to say that the? No, I think they're yeah, going to have a conte- they're going to have a contenders match for the WWE title. And Ray's gonna win, and Ray's gonna fight Brian at Mania. I'm pretty positive. And the okay, reason well, the you, reason okay. is because everybody else that could possibly be in that conversation is gonna be in the Elimination Chamber match, which basically rules them out well, for a contendership for WrestleMania in my book. Um, it technically does, but this is WWE we're talking about. But you're also forgetting about one person. Uh, hang on. We talked about him already, but I don't think we should write him out of this WWE title picture. Who, Shinsuke? Rusev? Nope. Nope. Uh, hang on. I'm pretty sure I, we mentioned it as a possibility if, at one point recently. Oh, John Cena. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be, but yeah, I know. Like I said, I, I like think, your I, idea a lot better. I think. Well, they, I mean, they, I don't know how I feel about Andrade losing, though. Well, he's he's going to be losing uh, a contendership match that really nobody's going to expect Andrade versus Bryan at WrestleMania. Like you know, nobody's. I don't know. I think that's that's as big as he could be right now. Like they've obviously been heating him up. Thankfully, over the course of the last month or two, I think that'll be a pretty big deal for him to have a you know be billed in a a rivalry with contendership implications for WrestleMania. Granted, he's going to lose it, but like I don't know. I'd say that that's a pretty sick spot for him. Does he make it on the WrestleMania card outside of the Andre Battle Royal? Oh God, I fucking hope so. But I, you know, that's the problem with WrestleMania. We don't prioritize making sure that all the best talent winds up on the card. So you're saying they would do that at Elimination Chamber or Fastlane? Andrade Ray for the contendership? Um, possibly both. Well, well, have a have a good match at Elimination Chamber and maybe have a you know spotty finish and then have the match for contendership the following month. Or okay. or just one. It just seems like they're going to, you know, it was basically like a TV feud that became like a fucking phenomenal TV feud that now it seems like retroactively they're like, yeah, you know what? Let's make this like something bigger, you know, like let's let's totally let's build this appropriate to like the fucking level of talent that these guys display in the ring. And I think that's why they had him trade wins, too, because now it's like they're kind of neck and neck. Andrade attacked Ray on Tuesday. Like I don't know. It just seems like they're they're trying to you know set up a feud for them for the in between time. Ray can have some phenomenal matches with Andrade on his way to probably having a phenomenal match with Brian at WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate it at all. I would like that. I just hope Andrade gets on the card somehow. But I know that that's a pipe dream, possibly. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Um, so we talked about the tag stuff before. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about it? Usos have contendership. They're having a match at Elimination Chamber with what I'm calling Team Mismack. I thought they were the co-besties. Well, they're actually the greatest tag team in the world, technically. I'm going to make that a clip. Jimmy just said, Shane and Miz are actually the best tag team in the world, technically. I will quit the the show. (laughs) I'm not... Um, I mean, you did say that, but fine. um, Oh, okay. Well, I guess we should get into the actual Miz and uh, Shane segment quickly. Yeah. um, Did you get the impression when Shane said, this is going to be a moment? That Shane was going to kick the shit out of Miz and his father? Yeah. 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 And, sure and it kind of was a letdown. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'm happy because well, he, cause he said that. Suspense. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I thought that too. But I just, you know, since he didn't attack the dad and he said this is going to be a moment you'll never forget, it's just, it was a moment just not unlike two days before, except I guess Shane had Mr. Mizanin tell Miz he was proud of him, which he's got a thing or two to learn about uh, title hierarchy in WWE, I feel like. You know, because <laughs> as we've talked about, like, you know, this isn't the Miz's biggest accomplishment by a lot. Like, but like using his train of thought, you would think that the mecca for Mister Mizanin would be. He would say, "Miz, if you really wanna, really wanna make me the proudest dad ever, you should lose twenty pounds and win the cruiserweight title." <laughs> you know? Yes, you, you, you get it. Yeah, I do because he I just do. is backwards. In, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, I like that the Usos are the, are the number one contenders. I like when teams near WrestleMania season or superstars who have not been focused on get back in title contention. Um, because you do have a division that exists that you want to keep tabs on. And I'm actually interested in seeing how that match... I'm assuming that's where Miz and Shane drops it. They cannot be the Usos. Right. They, they I, can't. Yeah, we're, we're on the same page. When, when the Usos won that match, were you like, okay, so then Miz and Shane have to lose it. They can't, they just, they can't beat the Usos. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sheamus and Cesaro, I feel the same way, except they're heels. And 
Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I know what you mean, and I don't mean any disrespect to Seamus and Cesaro, and it doesn't take anything away from them athletically, but the Usos specifically, their faces, the Uso penitentiary, tag team wrestling is like their whole thing. They definitely yeah. can't get beat by Miz and Shane. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um. So, but which one do you, do you see? Shane? I mean, I kind of am leaning towards Shane turning now more than the Miz. Yeah. Um, I don't know if maybe that's what they wanted from this like that's what this accomplished yeah i don't trust them to i mean i, 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 I hope that's what Shane happens but it, it just seems like they would i could see vince kind of being oblivious to the sympathetic reaction that miz is getting right now and just thinking well miz is always a heel you know people are used to miz as a heel people aren't gonna boo shane like i could see vince saying that like even though you not know, my son, pal. Well, just like you know, Shane. They're not gonna. They're not gonna boo him. They're not gonna. They're certainly not gonna boo him over Miz. Like, well, if you're watching right now, I think little do they know. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just going by like the choices that he makes and like what it seems like we can ascertain. I don't know. Yes. I, I mean, hopefully I'm wrong. But you know, if you didn't turn Shane after the World Cup thing, if you didn't see it then, like, but you know, it just seems like you think Shane is impervious to booze to me. Because that was like that was the perfect time to do it. Oh, without a doubt, it could have been something great. So I'm, you know, I'm invested, I guess, in that part of it. Ish. Um, I still hate that they're tag champions, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, um, I, I know you do. The main segment was Daniel Bryan. Um, he cuts the promo. Um, I, I'm, I, ugh, God, I like this character. I think he's done a really great job. I think that other people may have not delivered it that well. Oh. I am, I am starting to get bored a bit. I not in this crazy. promo in particular. Um, I just don't know how many other avenues of this we could see, but I do think Rowan, despite me not really necessarily thinking he's like, if they brought in like a new guy from NXT, like what they did with Braun Strowman, someone who like hasn't been on NXT TV yet and brought him in, um, punishment Martinez is in, is, is in NXT right now, not doing anything like someone like that. But Rowan, there's just a level of like, I don't know, Hmm. like he lost to the rock in six seconds at WrestleMania. I can't unsee that. I forgot about that. Well, then I guess my point isn't that valid, but I... I no, 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 that makes it even worse. Like, I was already, you know, that was a shit way to end the WWE title match. Even keeping in mind, like, they have, they obviously are going to be like a, you know, like a hippie, straight-edge society kind of faction, or at least that's how I see it now. But, like, you know, the promise of that doesn't justify the fact that, yeah, you're right, it's Eric Rowan, who's basically a fucking nobody, affected the outcome of a WWE title match. And I guess... Yeah. Maybe that's supposed to piss me off for that reason, but like I don't know, I don't feel pissed off in the right way. I feel pissed Not off. Not good like heat. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. But but I love the the. How do you feel about the title thing? I love it. I actually think it aesthetically looks really nice, which I almost feel like they shouldn't have done. They oh, should have made it look I uglier. Did I don't think they did do it, dude. I think it looks like a toy. Really? Yeah, it, it's wood. It's wood and it has an ugly strap. Like it's it's. It literally looks like it's like the the you know the uh, like uh, sequin things on it. Like it looks like well, they're pebbles. Got, okay, it looks like he got he, he put it together from like a kid's playset. Like he got like little decor things from a kid's playset. Like it just yeah. looked, everything about it looked like you know. I'm like, just happy he actually they they went through with it because he talked about it when he first won it. Yeah, no, no, no. I in fact, what I'm saying, like I, the cheapness of the title, like I, I I that's what I like about it so much. Actually, is just that. I don't know. It's it's very nuanced to have a heel character like this. Kind of helps sum up why he's bad, even though he's saying you know genuinely like right things. It's like yeah, but he's warped about it because 
When you're gonna oh, take very. it, when you're gonna take it this far, carry around a piece of wood and call that the fucking crown jewel, like, wow, that's that's beyond extreme. Well, and he also didn't recycle the old belt. That's did a good, you notice that? That's a good point. No, I, I, I it did. Dawn, I think it did in passing. It dawned on me, but yeah, that's a good point. He should have made it a point to. Unless that's part of like the whole, I don't know if that was intentional. It probably was an oversight. I mean, I would hope that him as well, like Dana Bryan would think that through, though. I mean, and be like, hey guys, we shouldn't do that. It's seen already as a major, th- you know, the idea of throwing a title in the garbage is a very like it only happened once before, and that was something, you know, they, you know what I mean? Like that's not it's not something they would ever do normally. Yeah. So, so you could say like, you know, it's just that extreme, like that. I know what you're saying, but that might have distracted away from a little bit. I mean, I kind of would have liked it better. I would have, I would have, you know, had him say like, "I'm gonna have it taken apart and scrapped and and you know put in the proper recycle receptacles or whatever." But I think they wanted the emotion of actually seeing him throw it just in the garbage because of what that invokes, you know, the disrespect and so on and so forth. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't dislike the segment. I guess I was just thinking about how far we can go with it. Whatever. So, um. Who came out first? AJ Styles um, came out. The order um, doesn't really matter. Randy Orton came out. Um, Mustafa Ali came out. Joe came out. Joe was the best part of the segment for me. For everyone with ears, I think. That fucking um, promo was awesome. Amazing. You see Randy Orton was like laughing when, about what he said about Hardy. Yeah. And then to Wendy. Yeah. Amazing. He's Perfect. so, 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 so great. So great. Um, listen, I like Mustafa Ali. I, I don't understand. I, I do understand why he's getting pushed like this. And I think he's a great talent. I really do. But like, I don't know. I want like, I want Andrade in this position. Yeah. Not Ali, and I don't mean that in, as disrespect to Ali, but I, I just don't know why. Like, you know, it took so long for an Andrade to get on his feet, and even like Shinsuke is wallowing. And I don't know what I mean. Is it just because what? Because he's Pakistani, and he and he brings like a cultural vibe to it. Like he's a good wrestler, but he's not like that far above the aforementioned names I just said. Yeah, I don't not think in that match. I don't think he's necessarily above Andrade. I mean, he's not above Ray. Ray's not in that match, and he is. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's well, why they I have think... that built-in thing that Andrade and Ray are at least feuding, and that's the excuse for them not being in it. Yeah, exactly. But they could so, have so continued right the feud in that match, though. Is my thing? Mm-mm, no, no. I exactly. would have taken Hardy and Ali out of that match, dude. You're not. If Ray Mysterio and Andrade are in that match, then. I'm telling you, it's going to be Ray versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, and if they were in that match, you couldn't do that. Well, no, because you have Fastlane to do the match that you want. Andrade, uh, Ray eliminates Andrade. Andrade beats the shit out of, of Ray. Ray gets eliminated. Uh, Daniel Bryan retains. No, and then you still need to figure out who the number one contender is for no. WrestleMania, and they do it at Fastlane. No, you're missing the point. Daniel Bryan and Ray Mysterio. It it wouldn't be as WrestleMania worthy if they had just met a month ago in the, in the chamber. Is part of what I'm saying. But what I'm really saying is that, in a way, Andrade and Ray are bigger because instead of being in a, a, a six-person match for the title, they're going to be in a one-on-one match for contendership at WrestleMania. So you know, that's I'm just looking at the end game. I don't, I don't definitely don't think Mustafa Ali is even perceived as bigger than Andrade because you know Andrade's feuding right now with Ray and and yeah, Ali's but I'm definitely talking about like casual fans though, like casual fan-wise. Like I understand why they're not in it. You understand why they're not in it. But yeah. like we always look at like logic and perception and like you know this new guy yeah he pinned daniel bryan then then put him in a singles match on tv and get it over with 
Well, I think that's how you justify him being in this match. Not that he should necessarily be in it, but I just, I, I think, honestly, I think I think Andrade is better off. I, I don't think being in the chamber, rolling the dice on how quickly he's going to get eliminated and not really being that close to the title in the scheme of things, like just being one of six guys in the chamber, I think being in a one-on-one rivalry, especially a two-month rivalry with Ray that culminates over contendership at WrestleMania is bigger than if you were just in the chamber and didn't win it, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, okay, you've convinced me. I just, yeah, all right. That doesn't happen often. So, yeah, so that's that's the chamber match. We have we have our two chamber matches. Um, obviously, this is the main event. Yeah. Which, it'll be really nice for the WWE Championship to main event a fucking pay-per-view for once. Yeah, yeah. That did strike me like, oh, he's going to defend the title in the chamber? It seems like using that to determine contendership for SmackDown would be almost obvious to me. Well, do you think that there's a new champion and then the rematch happens at WrestleMania? No. And and that's the, the, the WWE title match? No. No. Okay. I mean, maybe if he didn't just debut this new title, but I don't I don't think that's going to go away in a month. Oh, I forgot about the title. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 All the pieces. That's, that's why I'm pretty sure about Ray is because just, you I know, mean, I'm, yeah, I'm I thought that was the only year, logical like match too, though. What? Don't forget. I thought that was the only logical match too. Don't forget. I'm on board with oh. you with Ray and Daniel being the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't. Yeah, you you first suggested it of the two of us, and that's yeah. Honestly, it might not have even entered my periphery otherwise. Even though it's it seems like it, you know, a, a good WrestleMania match, but he doesn't win, right? <sighs> I think he might. We're talking about Ray WrestleMania. Yeah, I think he might. Wow. I mean, not, I wouldn't hate it. Not definitely, but like. He definitely could. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have uh, the schedule. Like, I mean, we've talked about some of them. The schedule matches for Elimination Chamber so far and the rumored matches for Fastlane, which I'm sure you know too. Do you, just, what were you thinking for WrestleMania? Um, so I have uh, confirmed Brock Rollins, obviously. Ronda Becky. I have Charlotte Asuka. I still want to do Sasha Bailey versus Lita and Trish. Doesn't have to be that, but I would like it. Um, I have, um, Cena, McIntyre, Ray, Brian, or Cena, Brian. I have that like double. And then, um, Ray versus McIntyre. (laughs) What else do I have here? I have, oh, I have AJ Styles versus Randy Orton in a singles match. Cause I really want AJ to have like a spotlight. And I think that that's a match they haven't really done to death and it could be a really good match. Yeah. Or it doesn't have to happen, but I think it. I want them both. I mean, AJ in particular to have like a spotlight match. Yeah, would you be totally opposed to AJ versus Andrade at WrestleMania? Uh, fuck no. I mean, I wish they didn't do it on SmackDown, but they've only done it once. So yeah, they've only done it once, and it was a you know it was a sick match for what it was. Yeah, Obviously. I have Andrade, Ray, Ali, Shinsuke, Rusev, and r Truth in a U.S. Championship ladder match. I don't really think it'll be a ladder match. That's kind of fantasy booking a bit. You have Ray pulling double duty? Wrestling for two titles? Uh, if he doesn't, I, I, oh, I have Cena. Ray. If Cena, then ladder, gotcha. Yeah, and if Ray's not in there, I guess I didn't think of a backup. Oh, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Ray uh, slash yeah. Joe in that match, which I want Joe to do more too, but. Yeah, there's too many guys right now, especially after the um, promo Joe cut. Like, he should be. Cena, Joe is another match we haven't seen yet. That was apparently scheduled last year, if you remember. Yeah, I do. I fucking so that's hope, I hope Joe gets uh, something better than a multi-man mid-card title match. 
No, he me just, too. Just, I just was realistically breaking down how many matches there are. And, yeah. I just, you know. if, you, if you listen to Joe Cup promos and everybody else, he's obviously like generally like, you know, one of the best, obviously. But then if you look at him wrestle in the ring, he's also one of the best. So like, you know, what criteria are we using if not that? Yeah. Like, I have Balor and Lashley for the IC Championship. I don't think that'll make it to WrestleMania, though, but I just don't know what God, they would do. I hope not. Yeah, I don't. I just put that there. I don't, or an IC Championship match in general, I guess. And then Miz versus Shane McMahon, and that's 10. So oh, there's God, room for two I other ones. Hate Miz versus Shane taking up a spot at WrestleMania. I much, uh, oh, pre- and I, much I prefer Sanity, sanity beating Usos. them. Yeah, I would prefer Sanity beating Miz and Shane at WrestleMania. Even in a triple threat with the Usos would be fine, but like, you know, I, I would just, too. I just, but we have to agree that eventually there's going to be a breakup, right? Yeah, Isn't fine. It? I just say push yeah. it to after Mania because Shane versus Miz at Mania is tragic, considering all the talent they have at their disposal. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. At this point. Um, but that, that's that's kind of what I have in turn. That's about ten matches. I don't have a Raw Tag Team Championship match. I I doubt they do at this point. I think it's eleven actually. Did you mention uh, Dean Ambrose versus Nia Jax? They set up beautifully. I, I did not. They set I, up beautifully I don't. Beautifully on Raw though. Did you see that? I'm not. I'm not on board thinking that's going to happen. But I also wouldn't hate that it happened if it happened. I just yeah. don't think it's a real. It's a. If that Becky Ronda promo didn't happen on Raw. The Dean Ambrose Nia Jax thing would have been by far my favorite part of Raw. So like I'm just I, I'm really hating the idea that like the one different, nuanced, interesting, unpredictable thing they're doing is like, oh no, they didn't actually mean to like for me the pieces fell into place perfectly. And if it's like, nah, they didn't really mean to do that, it just kinda worked out that way and they don't have any plans to do that match, it's like well, they should rewatch it and they should change their plans then because they fucking whether or not they tried to, they set it up really, really well. I thought, you know, we lay the groundwork. Maybe you have Dean Ambrose, uh, you know, show up at Elimination Chamber and distract Nia Jax or something, cost them the title even. Because I was thinking, like, you know, they might be a favorite to win the title, but I think that you know they shouldn't for this reason. Again, I'm, yeah. pri- I'm prioritizing. Now I'm really, dude, I'm telling you, like, Nia Jax versus Dean Ambrose, like, that, I, I really want that match to happen. And that's not a sentence I thought I would say this time last week. Yeah, you and me both. Obviously, but <laughs> it's just, it's where we're at, you know? No, it's possible. I, lo- I love being caught off guard. I love, I love, un- it's so rare that something happens and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is this? And then they're just, like, face to face and the crowd's chanting, like, let them fight. She knocks him out of the ring, and he's, like, clearly trying to, like, play it off. But he's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, I don't know. It just felt, it felt, like, just weird and different. And I, I don't know. I, I was into it. I hope it happens, obviously. No, I think it'll be cool. I wasn't expecting any of that. So anything different, I don't mind. Yeah, totally. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. Follow me on Twitter at me up to 11. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com or you can tweet the show at Wishful Booking. WrestleMania season. Get excited. It's gonna oh, be I'm around. excited. Things are going to be happening. They're going to be happening quick. You know, the train's moving whether or not you're on it. So That's get right. It. Get ready for that triple threat Raw Women's title match. Huh? You're talking crazy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with you sometimes. We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, talk to you guys next week. So long. And from the sidelines, you see me run.
keep my head. Mm-hmm. 